When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? This is Catfish on Ice, episode 147 with your host Chad Minton and Rich Howe. And up? our good buddy Kyle Perkins will be hopping in in just a few minutes to join us on episode 147, presented by DraftKings and also presented by Raycon wireless earbuds and other awesome headphones. How are you doing tonight, Rich? Well... I'm watching hockey on television, so... So it's pretty good, then. I'm guessing pretty you're good. having a pretty good night. Everything's right. As we are, how how awesome. amazing and glorious is it to have double-header Preds hockey? I know, right? This is I mean, like... This is... I can get used to this, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, you get, to watch, you get to watch one game, and then we had to wait, like, what, an hour to watch yeah, game two? Yeah, something like two? that. Yeah, for real. Yeah. The big boys are playing in game two. So, yes. Game two is more. currently going on right now. We'll keep an eye on it. I think Rich has it on in the background. I do so, have it on. Give us an update. What's is it? Oh, the Preds still winning one to nothing. They are still winning one to nothing. They're currently showing um, the hardest shots for the team. All five positions are held by Philip Forsberg. His fastest was 92.2 miles an hour. I've got to tell you, these micro stats that they're sharing during the broadcast, oh, I, like I can't get enough of it. I mean, it's so – I mean, yeah, you're yeah. seeing, like, the fastest skater, the hardest shot, mm-hmm. who has done the longest shift, yep. who has skated the farthest in, in terms of footage. I think I saw that, like feet or whatever. I mean, yeah. I can get used to this. I couldn't remember who skated the most in the first game. Um but yeah, it was it was crazy. So pretty exciting. I like all this. It's Thank you amazing. everyone who's gonna be joining us throughout the live stream, whether you're following us on our YouTube channel, hit the subscribe button if you could. That helps a ton. Or if you're watching on Twitter, give us a follow, comment on the live stream. We love posting the comments up on the screen. Yes. Got a really good quick short and sweet live episode tonight. And then we've also at the very end oh, yeah. of episode 147, we had about a 30 minute interview with Aaron Sims, who is the radio announcer That's for awesome. the Milwaukee Admirals. Aaron Sims has been covering the Admirals as their radio announcer for 18 years, Rich, 18 years. That is insane. And can what I just a, tell you, run. can I just tell you how awesome Aaron was. I cannot wait yeah. for y'all to hear the interview at the end of this yeah. episode. Download the podcast tomorrow to catch the interview if you're watching live right now. He gave us so much knowledge, mm-hmm. not just about the current Admirals team, but he went back and talked about some yeah. of the players he met who were eventual mm-hmm. Preds all-time greats. Go follow at Aaron Admirals on Twitter. He is he was just so outstanding. Good 
Yeah, for sure. Great guy. Great guy for jumping on with us. So that will be at the end of this episode. We got to do our Catfish on Ice Hockey Fantasy League draft, and I'm going to go ahead and say it. I am the worst league commissioner since Gary Bettman. I don't know. I've kind of enjoyed. Because I totally (laughs) screwed up our draft order. We did a live draft drawing in the last Mm -hmm. episode, and I completely screwed it up. So, first of all, give everyone a quick little update. I do live in Tampa Bay, St. Pete area, and um, unfortunately, we got a pretty big hurricane heading our way here. Mm -hmm. Um, I've only lived here for a little over two months, and Tampa Bay has not been hit by a direct hurricane in over 100 years. But guess what? Mr. Chad moves down here, and guess (laughs) what? We get ourselves – what could be a Category 3 hurricane, which is pretty high up there. So I'm getting my first taste of being a Floridian and having to prep for a hurricane. With that and preseason Preds hockey, doing the interview with Aaron, and then all the other life stuff that you got going on, it slipped my mind to reset the draft order in uh, our fantasy league for Yahoo. And so it's too late to change it now. And so Yahoo did a randomized draft order and i think rich is the big winner out of all i am so i was so when we did the live drawing when we did the live drawing i was 12th he can't make this up sweet justice poetic justice for rich Howe and lankin lankinen's burner account is the name which kevin lankinen had himself a pretty solid night in net it doesn't look like it's going to be connor ingram's year so Kevin Kevin Lincoln had not only had himself a really good preseason outing, but his uh, team that he's managing for Rich Lincoln's burner account mm-hmm. got just got the first overall yeah. pick. So it's a it's a pretty good night for Kevin Lincoln, all things considered. Yeah, he he played really well. That's one of the things I was going to talk about real quick. Yeah, so we're going to do he our preseason great. recap here. We're going to recap Game One. The Preds did lose four to three in four overtime. Three. Which you know, I mean, it's just. On the last second, of the it's going to be okay, guys. It's just preseason, right? Um, mm-hmm. The live score isn't as big of a deal, you know. Like, let's share right. some stuff here. We've got some commenters in here. I'll go ahead and put them on the screen yep. here. We got Mike Twitter on. Let's see. He says, "My brother in town in Nashville and went to the game tonight for one dollar." Yeah, I heard they were just letting people in, so that's awesome. So yeah, I, I heard the crowd is great. I don't care mm-hmm. how cheap a lot of the tickets there. are. A Monday night preseason game, and I'm mm-hmm. hearing the Preds fans really loud, making some noise. Yep. Definitely. You can't and beat so it, that's man. awesome. We've got Lindsay in here, our awesome friend Lindsay. She says, hi, friends. Hello, Lindsay. And a, per, a personal um, apology to Lindsay for messing up the draft order. She's in our draft league. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um, thank you, friends, for joining us on this live episode here, episode one forty seven. We are going to do our draft live on this episode, just like we did last year. So that'll yeah, be a lot of fun. We're uh, yeah, it's coming up here in about ten minutes is when the draft starts getting draft picks start happening. I fell all the way back to the eleventh pick after I had the fourth pick. Mm-hmm. So it didn't work. It didn't work out great for me. At least we know that it's not rigged because the it's commissioner not. actually fell back to the eleventh pick. So yeah. I don't want to hear poor that. poor Kyle, man. He's in twelfth now. He was like second so, or third. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Kyle. You know he's, the de- he's the defending champion. He'll be just fine. Absolutely. We're yeah, gonna recap I, the doubleheader of the preseason. We're gonna keep following the um, current Preds preseason game two 
Um, Forsberg has the goal oh, in tonight's game. Beauty. And that was one of those um, hard forechecking. Matt Duchesne yes. forces the, the Panthers turnover in the zone. Forsberg gets loose in the slot, and he does one of those snipers. Snapped it, man. It was a beauty. I'm What's guessing that? that was the 92.2. Kyle's uh, in here. What's up, Kyle, my are, man? Are, are you talking about Phil's goal where we Kiefer Sherwood pulled the yes. move to get him the puck? Yes, yes, but let's let's not forget Duchesne, who forced the giveaway. He yeah. oh yeah, the puck. it was just a great team effort all the way around on that play to get Forsberg the goal. Um, Kyle, you're not too mad at me, right? Did do you have you heard the news? I, I just saw. Uh, so I wasn't aware as league commissioner that after an hour <clears throat> before the draft, you can't change the draft order. I did. I wasn't aware of that. So um, I'm so justice. sorry, Kyle. Well, I'll say this. As reigning champion, apparently y'all need all the handicap you can get. I'm picking so. 11. Dude, I'm picking hey, 11, man. so I don't want to hear it, Kyle. I'm picking 11, so it didn't help yeah. me either. You know, <laughs> I, I'm pretty quick. sure I know who orchestrated this. Yeah, it was. By looking it, at the order. Yeah, it's a conspiracy theory. Worked out pretty well, I think, didn't it? Look at look at Mr. Grins up there. I think yeah, I man. think I think Rich hacked into the league somehow. He used his yeah. um he he found an uh mm-hmm. he found a, a computer hacker somewhere out there to go yeah. in there and manufacture the draft order. That's it. Mr. Rich Howe is pulling out all the stops here yeah. this year. And I haven't done any research or anything, so <laughs> you said I might do mock drafts. I might waste that are now my- useless. <laughs> yeah. we're, just, exactly. we're just trying to keep you fresh here, Kyle. That's all we're yeah. trying to do, you know. You'll be right. fine. I mean, winging it worked last year, so. It yeah. did work for you very well. Okay, so um, as the draft is about six minutes away, let's go ahead and get into the first preseason game, talk about it here. Um, I thought despite the score and the Preds lost, yeah, whatever, whatever, um, at least they got the – preseason overtime point so we should be so happy about that yeah but anyway um all joking aside i thought they played pretty well it was it was pretty sloppy to be expected the passing was a little off time timing um it took some it took some time you look at that game one roster you've got a lot of players who are pushing for a roster spot from that first Mm -hmm. game um connor ingram stumbled a little bit gave up a couple goals and then we saw uh, Devin Cooley come in. Um, I shared it from the Catfish and Ice account. All I can think of is when Oprah gave everyone a car, <laughs> in the uh, in, in, in that one time gave her audience yep. a car. I feel like that's you how pre- I think that's how Preds fans feel about goaltenders these days. It's like you get a goaltender, you get a goaltender. Yep. We all get goaltenders because so many goaltenders. I can't keep up with them all. Devin Cooley looked really good coming in for Ingram in what? that game. What are, are y'all watching the game right now? Yeah, Askarov just got railed, and uh, they thought they scored, but they did not score. So now Preds are on a power play. Good stuff. Crazy. So, so Kyle, totally now that Kyle, now that we got you in here, and then we'll go around. We'll go to Rich, then I'll close it out. Let's just your top takeaways from the first game of the preseason doubleheader just from the first days. game yeah um hmm but you're, uh you so parsonin uh, is oh, yeah. good at hockey um, can't leave him out 
what did he have? Uh, two assists and a goal. I'm pretty sure he right. he he had the breakaway goal that was really pretty. He showed his finishing ability there, which is just no no pun intended, by the way, because he's finished. <laughs> the the, uh, the finishing there. ability there was awesome. Uh, so you love to see that he he's basically carrying over his really strong rookie camp into his first preseason game. Mm-hmm. So great stuff from Muso Parson. He just his stock just keeps rising and rising. Yeah, he's he's becoming my well. He's been my guy we for already a while. Knew that dude, what yeah. are you talking? About? Yeah, he's been my guy for a hot minute. But he's just he is making one heck of a case to mm-hmm. get himself on this roster and. Absolutely. Kiefer Sherwood's doing a heck of a job of it in this yes. game. He's a, he's a new he's a, he's a new name that people are starting to learn very quickly. Yeah, um, um, he looked great. Johansson and Niederreiter. Mm-hmm. And I that think, was what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. That's what really. That's what I couldn't wait to see. And you know, we, all three of us speculated. You know, the weeks leading up to the preseason about. Um, you know, what we kind of expected, and definitely a Nita Ryder Johansson combination for sure. And yep. uh, so that's my biggest takeaway actually from the first game is getting to see them play together and seeing how quick they can pick up that chemistry. And it looked mm-hmm. really good. It did. I, some people were upset about one play where Johansson could have shot the puck and instead he decided to make a pass. But I think it was a good play. It's just, I mean, people are always going to give Johansson flack when he doesn't shoot. That's yep. just – he's never going to escape that. But he's a puck distributor. That's what he is. And uh, it was great to see him put 26 goals in the net last year. But he's yep. still always going to be a distributor. He looked – he made the right hockey decision, I think, to get Niederreiter there, and it just didn't work out. But eventually he ends up uh, tipping a goal in from a Niederreiter shot um, in that first game. So, yeah, that connection looked really strong. Okay, yeah, yeah. you got to feel excited about that. Prez just scored a power play goal. I didn't see who did it. Was that? I think it might have been Janot. Give us a bang. Who gets a? Someone better put a bang on the first first one of the year. Did we forget to do the bang when we're watching Uh, games live? People, come on, Mike Twitter, Mike Twitter. I know you're in here, man. Mike Twitter's slacking. It was uh, that was Cody Glass. Glass, yes. Heck yeah. There you go. We'll take that. And he's on the first power play. Well, Cody Glass has been getting time with Forsberg and Duchesne tonight. How about so that? So that's that's telling you something right right there. It's like, hey, kid, we're going to give you playing. these two do something. Mm-hmm. Has Granlund yeah. played today? Well, Granlund was not. I don't think Granlund's in. Granlund, Soros. Soros, and Yossi are the yeah. three ones that aren't playing tonight. Yep. First goal of the season. I don't Cody think Afanasiev's in either, right? Just, I don't no, think he was in the first he game. First he was just he was. invisible. Really? Yeah, he okay. Much. He I had one remember. really good. He had really one really good uh, shot that if it would have went in, it would have been beautiful. <clears throat> but he just missed it. Wide left. Yeah. I, I um, worry that Igor's going to push too hard, and he's going to hurt himself in that manner. Yeah. yeah. There was a there was a lot of special teams work in game one. That's for sure. And yeah. um, I thought the penalty kill did well. Um, defensively speaking, I thought that was the best part of game one. I know the Preds yeah. scored three goals, so it looks like they had maybe a lot of offense. But it, it was choppy. The offense was mm-hmm. very choppy. But the defense, I thought, looked really good. 
Uh, Dante Fabro, he is up against it this year. I know it's just preseason, but with no Ekholm, with no Yossi, and with no McDonough in that first game, Dante Fabro needed to go out and have a very impressive first game of the preseason, and I thought he did so. He had over 25 minutes of ice time. So he led the team by far in ice time. He, The coaching staff gave Fabro that chance to go out there and be a leader, a defensive quarterback, if you will. And I thought he did a pretty good job. He really stood out in a positive mm-hmm. way, blocked four shots in the game, played a prominent role in the penalty kill. So I'm very encouraged with what I saw from uh, Dante Fabro yep. defensively. Uh, Mark Borowiecki played in that game as well. So that, those were your two elder statesmen, if you will, who played defensively in that game one. Man, I've got one minute to pick a player. All right, Rich. What about we, Spencer Stastny, though? Who should Stastny I get? Stastny looked really good. All right. I need some uh, help. We are the 2022 Catfish on Ice Hockey Podcast League is live. Yep. It is live, and Lankinen's burner account is on the clock for the first overall pick. Who should I get? I don't know. We're not going to share anything with you because you you shouldn't even have the first pick. You shouldn't be picking for hey, another man. 30 minutes. I didn't do it. <laughs> I didn't do it. I didn't do anything wrong. All right. Honestly, if I was in your position, it would be I would I wouldn't just be picking. It's, it's I wouldn't tough. automatically pick McDavid. I'm telling you right now, if I was in your position, well, I, guess I, what? It, it would be a different. I'm person. not. Who did he go? With? I'm waiting for the pick to come no, in. I clicked it. It's not letting me take it. What do you mean it's not letting you take it? I didn't. I clicked on the person and it didn't do anything. That's not. Did you wait too long? No, I was clicking on it. Okay. Apparently, you are technologically. Ah. So he has Connor McDavid. That's not who I wanted. Who'd you want? I wanted to take Austin Matthews. This is a disaster right here. The Catfish and Ice 2022 League is off the rails, and we we're we're only one pick in. Why is it not? All right, wait, wait. Who took? Okay. Who just took the? Uh, let's see. This draft is moving way too fast, everybody. All right. Well, I want to know like what I did wrong. Click the star icon next to the player you want to add. Okay. That's what I did. I didn't click the star. Dang on oh it! Oh my gosh. Whoever got Austin Matthews, I will trade you for Connor McDavid right now. <laughs> this draft is moving so fast. We're already at the seventh pick, guys. Nobody's taking Kaprizov. All right. CJ Squeegee's best team took Cal McCarr. No shocker there. Nobody's taking Shisterkin. We've got UC, got UC Soros up right now. Got Vasilevsky, Kucherov, Shisterkin, Ovi. I would grab one of those goaltenders quick. One of the newest teams of the league, Pekka Saris, <clears throat> took Nathan Let's... McKinnon with the third pick. Mm-hmm. Good pick by uh, Liz there. I think that's a really solid pick for her. Yep. All right, we got the I got off. the picks in front of me now. Everybody, all right, all right. Austin Matthews went number two to Justin Gambino. The Gambinos is what we're going to call his team. Nathan McKinnon goes number three to Pekasaurus. Nikki takes Leon Drysidle at number four, Smart. and Cal McCarr has been taken by. Squeegee. Kirill Kaprizov is off the board. There you go. Um, <clears throat> Good pick there. I'm not going to be picking for a while. 
That is the downside to having the it first is, pick sure. is you have to wait a long time to get your next pick. Mm-hmm. All right. Jersey King is up next. That's uh, Chris. Yep, see yep. what he decides to do. Yep. We'll find out. Man, we are off. We are off the rails with this league already. Oh man, Justin, Justin Gambino, if you're listening, I will trade you straight up Connor McDavid <clears throat> for Austin Matthews right now. I just can't believe. I didn't read the directions. It's my fault. You got to read the directions, Rich. All right, Nikita Kucherov goes number seven to the Jersey King. Miko Rantanen goes to Max Greenberg's team. All right. All right, who is up? We've got nobody's. Uh, Matt Hardesty is up now with the nobody's pick. pulling. Nobody's pulling the trigger on those goaltenders. I better figure out who I'm going to freaking pick now. What the hell am I doing? I'm you're going to take attention. You're going to take Shesterkin. You know you are. I don't know what I'm. Nah. <laughs> I'm. I do not like the Yahoo app here. It is not yeah, I don't, agreeing with me at all. Kind of weird. I'm not a fan of it so far. Yeah. It, I feel like it's changed a lot. Something, it does look different. But, you know. All right, I've got, oh, all right, I'm up. You're up. Ubi's off got, the board. Huberto oh, wow. is up. Out. Ovechkin. Took Jonathan Huberto. What do you Matt Hardesty took Ovechkin. That's, that's, I don't think it's a horrible pick, but at the no. same time, it's a little risky to go ninth overall with him. No. But we'll, in my opinion. It's all right. All right. I've got Roman, some tough choices here. I've Roman got Yossi. I've got two of the league's best goaltenders, Vasilevsky and Shesterkin around. I've got Barkov. I could go Victor Hedman. I could go. Oh, got some go good choices Roman here. Yossi. I'm happy. I'm happy with what I got to choose from. You know what I'm doing? Oh, I'll tell I'm you what. I'm going do. to go ahead and take Matthew to Chuck. Yeah, uh, that's a mistake. Yeah, it's not a mistake, sir. You screwed up, sir. Matthew to Chuck is the first pick. We'll we've see. got all right. We've got Yaroslav's Molotov, which is Kyle Perkins up to pick. Who's he taking? Don't you take what who I want, Kyle? I, I've got another pick in the holster to really make me feel good about my first choice. Mm-hmm. You better better not steal I'm my clicking. Phone, dude. Why is it not clicking? You got to click the star. The star. I clicked the star. I've clicked the star like eight times. Oh, uh, if this screws me, I'm going to be mad. Are you telling me? Did you not get it? No, it's not doing anything. Oh, it just told me. Hmm. Like it, it's letting you. Is it not working on the desktop? Oh. Is that the desktop? Whoa, I got it. How'd you do it? it? What'd you do? You took Roman Yossi, you asshole. Oh, oh. That's Sorry, who I was going to take, Kyle. Sorry. Sorry, children who may be listening to the podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> strategery, gentlemen. Strategery. I should have said butthole. I'm sorry. You got it. You got to pick again, Kyle. Yeah, I know. How did you do it? Like, what did what did you do? There's a big red draft button that pops up by their name. Oh, imagine that. A big red draft button. Where? That's all you have to push. What a novel concept. I'm not seeing that. I rolled with him last year. I'm going to take him this year. Who'd you take? You took Igor Shesterkin. Wow. Hey, so so now tell me how to do this because I'm not seeing a. It won't do it right now. Tough decision to make here. 
Like, where do you click? You're not you're not helping me on purpose, are you? No, it's up at like the very That's tippy top. Are you doing it on your PC or are you on your app? I'm doing PC. it on my app. Okay, uh, on the PC up at the very top, like you'll have the player's name, and then there's a big open gray spot. Whenever you're drafting, there'll be a big red draft button right there. It says my queue. That's all it says. All right, guys. Yeah, to the right. left of that. All right, fellas. I went with Andre Vasilevsky. That was my plan B since Kyle took Roman Yossi from me. Oh, who scored? Colton Sissons. Oh, look at that. Colton Sissons scored. What's the score now in the game? 3-0. Yeah. 3-0. So I said, as, as we roll through this draft here, what I said – Going into game two was really where I cared about the scoreboard a lot more just because you do have a lot more of the core part of this lineup playing in this game. So it was very important to see the Preds actually mm -hmm. show us something in this second game here, and it mm -hmm. looks like they've done that. They're playing very well. Why does it say that UC Saros is day-to-day -day next to his name? Because he was injured at the end of the year last year. He just hasn't updated it. That's dumb. Lindsay takes Adam Fox. Always a solid excellent pick. selection, right Great there. Selection by Lindsay. There's some I thought about taking. There's thought some about folks taking up here it. that I'm surprised haven't gone. Oh yeah, there's still. Victor Hedman goes to Matt Hardesty. Max Greenberg takes Barkov. We're moving along. This is fast. I remember a lot. So, Rich, do you not remember last year the draft taking a lot longer? I do. It seemed like it took forever. This for is some like reason. rapid fire going on I here. I think everybody just knows what they're doing. Except me, obviously. Except for you. Jeez, man. It sucks. Mm, we'll see. All right. So, we're kind of talking about as we go through the draft who is standing out through the first two preseason games. I brought up Dante Fabro. We brought up UC, Uso Parson. <clears throat> Um, Rich, you got another player for us maybe that you've noticed um, tonight? Second game, uh, Lankin in, man. Uh, yeah, you got to throw him some, you got to throw yeah. him some love. He played sure. really, really well. Um, I, I hate to say it, but I think Connor Ingram's not going to be, it's not going to be his year. Um, you only get a certain amount of opportunities in these preseason games, and I think Connor might have. It's just, he, just that crazy. one that got in on him, though, the one that, like, hit his stick and bounced weird, mm -hmm. I don't count that one against him. He's the other one, a, though. He's kind of fighting, fighting a losing battle because, I mean, can you really see the Predators after going through all that trouble to sign Lincoln in over the offseason? No. What are they going to do, <laughs> send him to Milwaukee? No. Yeah. So, so, it's just yeah. – it's, it's a hard situation to figure out. And and we all, we all heard – the crowd go wild when Askarov got put in. Oh, it was awesome. I mean, was the writing's just the writing's just on the wall. I mean, it's just unfortunate. The hype machine is real. It's the hype legit. Machine is real. It's warranted. <laughs> it's it's great. I mean, yeah, fans are just foaming at the mouth. They sure from are. Yaroslav Askarov content. They sure you know, are. It's just it's he's living up to it so far. Yep. Um, Absolutely. Mitch Marner off the board. Oh, By the way, uh, Chris Chris is a big Flames fan, so he stuck true to his colors and took uh, Markstrom, goaltender for Calgary, who is absolutely a Vesna-worthy goaltender. So good pick mm. from Chris. Some goaltenders are starting to fall off the board here. I went ahead yeah. and took Andre Vasilevsky. Um, Imagine that. Sh Shesterkin went to 
Kyle Perkins and Markstrom went to Chris's team. So we've got three goaltenders off the board. Yep. And and Rich is wondering if he's ever going to get to pick again. I am. I've been I waiting two, so long. Two coming up in a row. At least Those you two have in a row are nice. At least you have. Wait. At least you have McJesus. All right, you'll be fine. That's not who I want. I'm going to trade Justin if he'll do it. He might not he, do it though. All right. As the league commissioner, I will allow it. I will allow that. I'm the. If uh, anybody's silly enough to trade away Connor McDavid, we'll allow it. I'm um I'm probably the I'm I've definitely got to be the worst league commissioner since Gary Bettman. I want (laughs) for messing up the whole thing. I wanted Austin Matthews. I think think this is his year. He wants to be he wants to be vice commissioner, and they just take over for me for screwing this whole thing up. All right, it's fine. Panarin goes to Squeegee three hundred, which is CJ. Sidney Crosby, Sid the kid. Used to be called Sid the Kid, anyway. Sidney Crosby Sid, uh, goes all the way back at the twenty-first pick. To Sid, Nikki. Uh, almost middle-aged man. Nikki, one of our newest teams, takes Sidney Crosby. Sid carried me there for a little bit. Oh, and Pekasaurus, which is Liz's team, the other newest team, the expansion team in our league. She takes UC Soros. That is so perfect for her team name being Pekasaurus. Yeah, she takes is. UC Soros. That's perfect. For sure. I got to say, the average pick among Yahoo leagues has Soros going around the 42nd pick. So she took Soros 20 picks sooner than that. Jano just got one. That's what I just saw. Bang. Give us a bang, bang somebody. Where, where's all the bangs at? And we're Nobody no bangs. in here. All right. So all right. I have a person who I might be able to pick highlighted, Kyle. So now what happens? Oh my gosh! You got to wait for your turn. Yeah, I know. It's not your turn yet. I know, but I have him highlighted on. The screen. Well, you can so you can set players in your queue as well. So like, if mm-hmm. you can you can pick the first player oh. you want to take. Got it now. Got it now. You see the big red button? Philip Forsberg goes to the Gambinos. We got some Preds players just falling off the board right now. Uh, oh, that was a. So now, hmm. Rich took – oh, shocker, he takes pasta. Smart. It's going to have big – There's one out of my queue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hmm. Man, this is tough right I here. Also me- I also meant to set the draft time higher than one minute per pick. I screwed that one up too. It, it, oh, that's all right. I think One minute. Good. That's probably why the draft is. is moving so fast. Yeah, because last good, year though. I think we had two minutes to pick. I don't know about this one, but I'm going to do it. One minute is fast. Hey, hey. Demko. Uh, I had Demko last year, Rich, and he was, I was very get, he was very streaky for me. Yeah, it was him or obviously Hellbuck's next in line. But I think I would have taken Hellbuck personally. Yeah, I know. But that was tough. But you had to get yourself a goaltender this late in the game. Yeah. So I don't – Ottinger was still out there too. I would have taken Ottinger, yeah. But it's okay. Oh, yeah. You had to get it. yourself – you had to get yourself a goaltender, so it's it's Demko's one, good. Hey, Demko's got oh, elite yeah. talent. Demko's sure. good. He, he was on my team last year, and he did pretty good for me. So we'll see what happens. I think some folks are, are auto drafting too, so it's um, yeah, it's it's always understandable. It's going to run down the the whole minute. All right, who is the juicers? Who is that again? Who are the juicers? Um, I don't remember. 
It's a Kyle, Kyle Connor. Connor. Because the so juicers, the juicers has the juicers has Austin Matthews, Forsberg, and Kyle Connor. So they've got themselves. Oh, that's Justin, right? They've got themselves three very elite goal scorers. Ooh, <laughs> so Liz takes Nazem Kadri. That's a good pick. Nikki Definitely takes Johnny Goudreau, the newest member of the Columbus Blue Jackets. That trade, that 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 whole situation still blows my mind. I keep forgetting that Johnny oh, no. Goudreau just blew out of Calgary and went to Columbus of all places. Yep, and New I, Jersey. I keep, it's one of those things. It's one of those. Of money. It's one of those off-season stories that I keep forgetting about. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be weird. It's going to be strange, but what are you going to do? All right, so do we, are we taking away some – how much stock do you take into these first two our first two preseason games? Is there – do you think the players really care that much as far as the result? Do you think it's really just all about just working on <clears> systems <throat> and working on – I mean – Systems and to, chemistry. Yeah. yeah that's, that's what I was getting ready to say because um, after the first game, they talked to Ryan Johansson and he – Scored one of the goals. Um, he he was he said that was good, but he said you know as a line they were sloppy, had some stuff to work on. So I think that's what he you know what what you can take away is they want to work on you know stuff with their possible line mates, which pretty sure it's going to be Johansson and and Niederreiter. Yeah, so. I totally agree with that. Like I think uh, one of, another big thing to look at is uh, Ekholm and uh, McDonough know, playing together because yeah. yeah. you got two left shot D's. One of them's having to play right hand, and I'm pretty sure it's Matias that's it playing right hand. Yeah, uh, they they talked about that on well, I read it somewhere too that apparently John Hines called Matias Ekholm and said, "Hey, we got a chance to get Ryan McDonough. Would you be okay with switching to the right side?" And he said, "Oh yeah, absolutely." He said, I will do whatever if we can get a shot at a guy like that. So, yeah. I mean, these early line combinations are kind of what we've all been speculating, not just Johansson Niederreiter, but getting to see Mm -hmm. McDonough and Eckholm. I mean, those two. And they look good together. They look so good, good, man. Mm -hmm. They complement each other so well. Did you see the play earlier when somebody went to check McDonough and it just crumpled him and McDonough just stood there? I did see that. Yeah. Stood him up, yeah. It's just like, oh, my God. Yeah, He's Willie just Donick. solid. Yeah. He's going to be a think, wall. He's going to be a brick wall, Donick, he, he said it looked like – it looked like uh, – no, it was Hal Gill. He said, he said, I think McDonough went a little easy on him there a little bit since it's a preseason game. <laughs> yeah, he didn't hit him. He, he just yeah. stood there. kind of ran into him. But he's so solid. It just, like – for sure. He looked like when uh, Wiley Coyote runs into the fake tunnel. <laughs> is what it looked like. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Brady DeChuck goes to that's uh, Roman's Empire. That's, a, that's an interesting pick. Oh, I had him queued. <laughs> really? I've got, I, I've got two players queued right now, and I'm going to be really upset if both of them get taken. All right, I'm, I'm – I'm up next. I'm I need to cue. Lindsay's on the clock. Lindsay's picking right now. We're at the 34th pick. This first round is moving quick, everybody. This is episode 147 of Catfish on Ice presented by DraftKings and Raycon. 
promo code THPN for DraftKings offers and promo code THPN15 for 15% off your first order from Raycon wireless earbuds. I've still got a long way. <laughs> All right. Um, Lindsay's <laughs> taking her time here. So I think Lindsay's definitely picking right now because she's she's thinking about it. She's running that clock down. Well, they just about her pick. Oh, that's it? Askarov is enjoying himself. Did you see Ooh. his little hands up? Lindsay, yeah. Lindsay takes Jake Ottinger. Smart. Ooh. I think that's a good pick for her. All right. I'm taking a little bit of a chance <clears throat> here with this pick. I, I right. but I think you gotta take chances. You got to. Y'all might crucify me for this pick, but I don't care. I am going with Patrick King. A, a player in his new home, and I think he's gonna really break out Kevin in Fiala. his new home. Alex DeBrinket. Oh, that's good. Ooh, that's a good in one. Ottawa. I think Ottawa's going one. to be an under the radar breakout team this year. And Alex Debrinkit is joining a team that's got a lot of interesting young players who can put the puck between the pipes. Uh, so good feel pretty Kyle. good about it. I was good that was my that was my other yeah. pick I was thinking about was advantage sure. I was thinking about taking him, but I went to Brinkett. Mm. For sure. That's a good one. <laughs> there are a lot of goaltenders still up there. Yes, there are. I mean, there's like a lot, a lot. Oh, this one's harder. <laughs> oh, I forgot you have another one. You got 20 seconds. I was going to take advantage at if you didn't, Kyle. That's the second time you've stolen a player from me. <laughs> Great minds think alike, sir. Oh, man. In Lindholm. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm up. And no, I'm not going to take Mark Borowiecki this early. I know I said I was going to take him. Uh, that was more of a panic pick, and I see the one I should have took. Uh, all right. I am looking over centers right now because I have not picked a center yet. Let's see what I want to do here. Forsberg first star. Hmm. Man, this one minute clock to pick. I know, man. It's crazy. All right. It's hard to like. I'm taking another risk here, but I don't care. I'm doing it. I'm going to go with Tavares of the Maple Leafs. There you go. It's going to be a high scoring team. They're going to produce a lot of offense. He's going to pile up the. He's going to pile up the points. I had him last year. I think he did really well. So I'll take it. He got hurt. I, kinda, I had to act fast. I do remember that. I like my top four picks. I said that last year too, though, and I don't know how it ended for me. But hmm. you you always feel good when you make your picks. You're like, I like my team, and then it all crumbles like yeah, after the like, first three weeks. Yeah, you're like, what did I do? What was I thinking? Dude, that why night? did I do this? I think I picked uh, I picked Mark Andre Fleury really early, and he got hurt or something. Didn't play for a long time. I remember that. Pedersen goes to Lindsay's team for uh, Vancouver. He's a high point scorer. Good pick for her. Mm. 
we are going to carry this draft for a little bit longer before we get you to our interview with Aaron Sims, radio announcer yep. for the Milwaukee Admirals. It was just a really fun interview awesome with him. Interview. And he said that he is definitely going to join us later in the season to update us on what's going on with the Admirals. Ooh, Matt with the Crides pick. That's a good pick. Smart. All right, while we roll along with this draft, let me tell you about our sponsors first. Let's talk about Raycon. Lately, I've been listening to a lot of really good podcasts, and you've got to have good earbuds to listen to your podcast. You've got to have mm-hmm. your Raycon wireless earbuds to do it. They are the best. They're the best earbuds out there. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever with optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit. These earbuds are so comfortable and they will not budge. Raycons give you eight hours of playtime and 32 hours of battery life, which is just, I mean, that's a really long time for for earbuds to last. Raycons are priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price. And not only do you get a good price, but if you use our promo code, you already get 15% off on top of the great value that they already have. It's no wonder Raycon's everyday earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews, three custom sound profiles, earbud tap functions, noise isolation, awareness mode, so many features. I love using the earbud tap functions. You can quickly hit your earbuds to adjust the volume, to change different modes. It's just the technology is amazing with Raycon. So go to buyraycon.com today and use code THPN15 to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's code THPN15 at buyraycon.com to score 15% off buyraycon.com code THPN15. Raycon. For For your wireless earbuds. Great for listening to podcasts. I can personally endorse that for sure. Good stuff. All right. What's going on? What did I miss, guys? Uh, um, Sveshnikov. Okay. he's. I mean, the Canes Ansel. are going to pile up the goals. John Carlson. Kyle, what did you do? Lindsay says, Kyle, no. What did you do? What did you do this time? I think he took – I took Elias Lindholm. Did she want uh, Lindholm? That's that's got to be what it was. I think that's probably that's what it was. Got to be what it was. Nobody wants Patrick Kane. Why is that? Because uh, Chicago is going to be so bad. Yeah, but he's going to be. Yeah, but he's going to like be the best player on the team. He'll probably True. get a lot of scores. Just you so haven't sp- drafted him either, Rich. All right, huh? looking over. So the Preds win Game Two, four to nothing. I'll take so that's pretty awesome. Um, Forsberg scores first. He got the board. He got the Preds on the board first in Game Two of this doubleheader. Uh, that was just some great hockey we saw there to produce that first goal of the game. Um, I noticed a big difference between Game One and Game Two when it came to just more crispness, uh, a lot of crisp passing, better offensive flow. Um, you got a more you got a more realistic feel of what this team might actually look like in regular season hockey is what I felt about game two. Not to take anything away from the players who played in game one. I actually think that despite the loss, they they did some really good things in game one as well. But I just think it was a more realistic NHL roster in game two. Dang, I hate this little 
Man, I got a tough thing here. You know what? They only allowed 25 shots. Preds win. Pretty amazing. And how about the combined shutout between Lankanen and Escaro? I'm pretty impressed. Yeah. Escaro had some good saves, and Lankanen had some good saves as well. But the crowd loved Askarov, definitely. When they yeah, you can you can tell the opinion of him whenever he skated out off the bench, and it's just deafening yep. roar. Yep. Yeah, I mean, uh, a great combined shutout, and it's not like the Panthers were just rolling out scrubs here. I mean, no. They, I mean, they had Reinhardt out there, they had Bennett out there, they had <clears> Chuck <throat> out there. They had Nick, how about our old friend Nick Cousins? Yeah, he got, tried to pick he, a couple of fights. He did, and he also got rejected by Yaroslav Askarov, and that was awesome. Yeah. Askarov was making some good saves, too. It's not like he they was, were. No, he made some tough saves. Mm-hmm. I will mm-hmm. say that the Panthers rolled out their, their more, really their tougher part of their lineup in game one. You saw Ekblad in game one. You saw Barkov in game one. You saw Verhage in game one. That I mean, those are three of their big-time players. And you also saw Sergei Bobrovsky in game one. Uh, so, I mean, you know, that's what you're going to see in preseason games. You're going to see a mixture of different players in the lineup. But mm-hmm. you got to feel really good, one, about the goaltending, obviously. Um, and number two out of game two, you got to feel really good about how a lot of your core players really had a lot of chemistry and they were clicking with each other. So yeah. those are my top two <laughs> takeaways from the second Definitely. game. Yeah, it was a obviously the second game was way better, but um, it's good to see, like you said, some of these guys clicking, getting some chemistry going. I was wondering where Mort Sider would go in this draft. He's got all this hype surrounding him as the next next coming of the best defenseman to ever walk the face of this earth. I mean, the NHL. I mean, I, and he deserves it. He's a great defenseman. Yeah. He's probably going to win a Bez, or a, uh, a Norris pretty soon. But yeah, I oh had him God. in my queue, but he was down the line a ways. The league cannot stop salivating over Mort Sider. Um, let's see. Mark Andre Fleury goes to Liz's team. So Liz has herself two goaltenders. She has herself Soros yeah. and Fleury. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, it's my turn. I Uh-oh. am too busy talking and oh, flapping my gums. Too busy flapping my gums over here. All right, what do I gotta do? I gotta look at my team real quick. You probably need to take Brent Burns. No, I need to get a defenseman. I need to get myself. <laughs> He's a defenseman. <laughs> All right, what do I got? Peter here? Angelo. Gosh. <laughs> Do I want to go with a player that I had last year that did pretty good for me, but he got hurt? Seth Jones. Oh, my gosh. I got 25 seconds. This is going way too quick here. Oh, my gosh. We, we're running low on defensemen here, guys. I waited way too long to get I haven't picked one. Yeah. I'm, you know what? I am going to go with Miro Haskinen because I feel like he's a low. I, I could see Miro Haskinen being a Norris Trophy finalist this year. He's. I think he's that good. Yep. So, I'll take Miro Haskinen. That's a good pick by you. I did not take Brett Burns. I did not listen to Rich's advice on Brett Burns. Sorry. <laughs> new, new team. 
Brush, brush <laughs> you, how with. about you take Brett Burns? How about you take him? We'll, let, right. we'll save you. I will. Him. You know what? If he's still there, I will take him. Okay. Just despite you. I think it's very possible he will be. Yeah, probably. I mean, nobody's. His best days are behind him, Rich, and you know that. They are. But he's got a fresh outlook, new team. So, you know. Always a possibility. No love for Patrice Bergeron. That's insane. He's one of the better centers in the league. Kevin Fiala. Nobody's wanting to pull the trigger on Kevin Fiala. New team, fresh outlook. What's my pick now? Who? who oh. Wait, who just got? Oh, of course. Kyle just took. Kyle just took <laughs> Kevin Fiala. I I like Kevin Fiala, but I still I wasn't ready to take that plunge this early in the draft. But it could end yeah. up being a great pick for Kyle. So I think the Kings are going to be legit this year. So I felt like it was a feast or famine type of pick there. So it's either going to be a bust or. Mm-hmm. I think. But did you see who I got with my first of my Who'd two? Who did you take? Connor Hellebuck. Yeah. I have two Vezina finalist goaltenders. You do. Solid. I'm also taking a player who some people say can be a Vezina finalist. I'm going with Freddie Anderson, goaltender for the Carolina Hurricanes. There you go. You get a lot of points for wins in this league for a goaltender, and I think the Carolina Hurricanes are going to win a lot of games. So, Yep. I've got my goaltender set. I'm, I'm good there. I don't need to make any more goaltender picks. I'm good. I got Vasilevsky and Freddie Anderson. I think that's a very formidable one-two punch in that. That's a good, uh, good pick in there. I had – so my team's very different this year. I had Soros as my goaltender last year. I had mm-hmm. Forsberg on my team last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no Preds players yet. Mark Borowiecki might be my only Preds player on this year's team when it's all said and done. Matt's magnificent team is up next. He needs to fix his team name. He's got the automated Yahoo name right now. He does. What are we hoping to see, guys, in the next preseason game? Let's see. We've got uh, the next game is on Thursday. It says postponed delayed right now. Did, are you guys aware of that? I just uh, now, hurricane. Oh, yeah. Well, well, yeah. I guess I should have known that, considering yeah. I'm sitting in the middle of it. Yeah. Wow. One would think, Chad. Sorry, guys. Uh, somebody was posting on Twitter earlier that uh, uh, they were talking about maybe playing the games in Nashville instead. That would be fair. Just do it, yeah. Um, Just to get in, the games played. In all seriousness here, uh, everyone send out their prayers if you're the praying type or send out your whatever you do to send good thoughts to people these days. Um, not just for me because I'm in the middle of it, but definitely for people in the Tampa Bay area because we're talking about historically really scary stuff. Tampa has not been hit by a direct hurricane in over 100 years. So it's a pretty scary thing. Uh, there's a lot of people, even though they live in Florida and you think all Floridians know how to deal with hurricanes, there's a lot of people in this area that have never had to deal with a hurricane like this because it's just very rare to get hit by the coast. I've gotten a lot of really, really just such nice uh, messages from people on social media. Robbie Stanley, Justin Bradford, uh, Boyd, 
uh, just sending their well wishes and thoughts. And I really appreciate all of you back home, this Preds community. This is what you love about our little community of Preds fans is we all stick up for each other, have each other's backs and are there for each other. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. I am riding it out. I'm on the seventh floor. Um, so I'm not as worried about flooding, but obviously I could lose power. Obviously some things can go wrong. This is my first ever hurricane I've ever had to prep. I've only lived here for two months and I'm already having to deal with a hurricane. So yeah. Um, but, breaking yeah. you in the hard way. Yes. But keep, you definitely keep all the people in this area in your thoughts because it is going to be a very, very hard, rocky couple of days here in Florida. So um, keep your, keep everyone down here in your thoughts for sure. All right. So we are going to stick around for a little bit longer. What do we know what happened to Rich, Kyle? I just realized he's no longer internet. Oh, no. Just, internet just went down, which means he's also not going to get to pick. Dang. I, I have no clue. We're having all kinds of technical difficulties here tonight, folks. We will be okay. All right. So what do we got here? We're going to stick around for a little bit longer here. Again, we're recapping the Preds preseason first two games, doubleheader against the Florida Panthers. Um, A lot of good things to take away from both games tonight. We've covered a lot of them. Um, Definitely game two looked really strong. Um, we got to see Iroslav Ascaro finally play in a real game against another NHL team. We did see him in the prospect showcase. I get that. But this was like in front of the Bridgestone Arena crowd. And the crowd did not disappoint. That crowd is super loud tonight. They gave him a lot of really good love, as they should. Yuso Parsonen, another exciting prospect scored i mean it's just great and then we saw some veterans score as well today ryan johansson gets a goal philip forsberg snipes a goal in colton sisson scores today we're just so happy to have hockey back everybody it's so great um i'm kind of thinking rich is auto drafting i mean because he just just took vander kane and drew dowdy Ooh, poor poor rich Rich is out. All right. Well, it's gonna be it. He, he his first pick got stolen from him because he couldn't find the button. And then he gets a Vander Kane. He's back in now. I'm so Rich, glad right now. Rich, you just took a Vander Kane, buddy. How do you feel? I did it on purpose. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was like in here and I was using my phone and it's all jacked. I mean, he is gonna score a lot. Well, I don't care about whatever he did before. It's fantasy, it doesn't matter. But anyway, I also took uh, Drew Doughty. I don't know if y'all saw that or not. But. We did. Uh-huh. Drew yeah. Doughty, you know, he might be um, way past his prime, but he's still – Yeah. He's still yeah. Drew Doughty. I had no defenseman. You still haven't picked a def- – oh, you had yes. to get one. Yeah, yeah, yeah so. Wow. Kairou Duchesne. Kairou going this late is pretty crazy. I was hoping he was going to be around for my next round because he was one of my head. Matt Shane going this late is pretty crazy. What's wrong with uh, Jason Robertson? Is he hurt? Oh, uh, he wants a new contract. Yeah, I think it's just really unclear about oh, okay. what's going to happen. Gotcha. Which I and the, all the articles I've read keep saying, "Oh, it's going to get done. It's going to get done. Don't worry." 
but it's just like it's dragging on way longer than anyone. Than yeah, sure. If you're a Stars fan, you're freak, you're freaking out a little bit. Mm-hmm. At least I Tristan would be. Tristan Jari off the board. Let me just say, I really like Liz's team, one of our newest teams, uh, Pekasaurus. She's got Nathan McKinnon, Nazem Kadri, Matt Duchesne, UC Soros, Mark Andre Fleury, Jack Eichel. I don't know about that one. <laughs> and Kusnetsov of uh, the Capitals. So she's she's making some good picks. I got to give Liz a lot of credit. I really like her team. She's got all kind of centers. That's for certain. She's. I think. Matt Duchesne pick could be a big steal for her. Now, how do I get back to the players? I clicked on her team. Mm. Uh-oh. Oh, never mind. Never mind. I am the not smart. <laughs> <laughs> our, other newest, our other newest team is Nikki, which we all – we love Nikki. She's amazing. And um, she's Joey's Vipers. That's her team name. She's That's got right. dry – she's got dry Crosby. Goudreau, Landon Skog, Mark Stone, Pavel Buchnevich. Her Buchnevich. She is, she's loaded on forwards. She is loaded on forwards. She might be a little weak at goaltender, though, and she hasn't picked a defenseman yet, but she loaded up on some forwards. Jason Robertson has finally been picked. Yeah, it'll be fine. All right, we're going to stick around for a few more picks here before we send it over to Aaron Sims, radio announcer for the Milwaukee Admirals, for that awesome interview. We're going to we'll finish out the draft off air, but yeah, it's getting down to the slim picking. So it is, but it's been a fun draft. We did it last year. We wanted to do it again live. We love it. It's always fun. Goaltenders are falling off the board like crazy. Three picks in a row. Goaltenders. Cam Talbot, Swayman, and Kemper. And, and Matt Murray's going to be the man in Toronto. So, yeah, I don't trust Matt Murray at all. I've already got my goaltenders. I've already got my goaltenders. I'm not worried. Who took uh, Jack Campbell? He got picked a while ago. I can't remember who picked him, though. The Juicers. I have no idea who I'm going to take next. I, 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 I'm at the part of the draft where I just take the best player available. Like yeah. I, don't, I don't even worry about positions anymore. As much. Of, uh, I've only got one defenseman though, and that does kind of freak me out a little bit. Um, you know what? I'm, I, I cannot believe this player is still available, and I know the hype gets overblown don't sometimes. Do it. Don't do it. Don't I'm do taking, it. I'm taking Trevor Zegers. Oh, and I had him flying. Trevor Zegers, I'm taking that kid. <laughs> He's only going to get better. He I will. cannot believe he was still available. You're right. I feel uh, really yeah. good about that pick. Yeah. <clears throat> you should. It's a good pick. I mean, he I already had Anaheim. my first one lined up. <laughs> the only thing I don't like about that is he plays for Anaheim, and I just don't like the team he's on at all. Yeah, I mean, he's still you, gotta, you can't look at it like that. I, I took him way ahead of what most people are picking him at, but I don't care. I think – so I don't, I don't remember what happened. I know he's hurt, but what happened to Pacioretty? Has he got something like seriously wrong? He's going to be out for eight months or something. Y'all remember? Pacioretty, um, didn't he go to the Hurricanes? Yeah, but then he got hurt. Like something was wrong with him. He had to have surgery. But I yeah, I missed that. I don't know. I'm not up to date on all that. Yeah, he's uh, – he's 
Kyle, nice pick. Patrick Line, nice pick, Kyle. I like that. I, that's another player. I can't believe he's still on the board. Honestly. Yeah, that's who I thought you were going to pick. No, I like Zegras. All right. I got to figure this out. I, I think I'm going to go. I got to get myself another defenseman. There, It's slim pickings right now on defensemen. It's yeah, starting you start get, getting in defensemen here. We're, about we're, the starting next to, we're, we're starting to really scrape the uh, bottom of the barrel here. I mean, we got <laughs> Seth, Seth Jones is hanging around. Tony D'Angelo, gross. Uh, Klingberg. You can't uh, I mean, Brent Burns oh. is still out there. So, um, yeah. All right. I've got to get a defenseman here because this is getting rough. I'm going to go mm, – mm. screw it. I'm going to go with um, – this is a bit, This is another risk here. I'm going, Dougie, I'm going Dougie Hamilton. Uh, like oh, in New Jersey. I think he's underrated. Young team. Yeah. He I don't think he gets talked about enough. I'll, I'll, I'll stick with Dougie Hamilton. I like that. Hey. Kyle, Chad just did the Dougie. I did just do the Dougie. Teach me how to do it. <laughs> all right, we are going to take this segment all the way to Rich's pick, and then we're going to sign off from the live episode oh. and go to our interview. So, Rich, you get to close it out. Awesome. I get two. We, while you're doing that, i got to tell everyone about our other sponsor, which is DraftKings. DraftKings has been our sponsor for so long. DraftKings makes this podcast possible. And right now, you got to have DraftKings because the NFL season is in full swing. And DraftKings is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets. Uh, Kyle, how did your Bears do? How did Dub Bears do this past weekend? Uh, did they win? Yeah, they won. They, they played really win. bad, but they won. All right. Well, the Titans finally got a win, so we're off the schneid, which feels good. If that's not enough, $200 in free bets. If that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100% without with payouts bigger than ever. Why bet on football anywhere else? I don't know why you would, honestly. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Please see our show notes below for help on gambling problems and if you need responsible gambling advice. DraftKings, promo code THPN. And Raycon, promo code THPN15. Thank you to our sponsors. DraftKings is the OG sponsor. They are the original gangster, right? That's what that stands for? It is. I'm not too old. Let's see. Pavelski gets taken. Teravinen. We still got some really good players coming off the board here. I thought about Petrangelo when I was looking at defensemen. I thought about Petrangelo, but I took I took Hamilton. Two Vegas defensemen go in a row: Theodore and yep. Petrangelo. Yep. CJ just took Tory Crew. It's good. We have a run on defensemen here. What's going on? Yeah. Kyle, or I mean, uh, Rich, you're almost up, right? Yep. Liz is going. 
see what Liz takes. And then Justin. The Juicers. Okay, so Justin changed his name back to the Juicers. That's, that was his team name last year. Yeah. All right, Rich, we're going to watch your two picks in a row, and then we're going to sign off and get get everyone over get get everyone over to that interview with Aaron Sims, a radio announcer for the Milwaukee Admirals. Yep. No pressure. Closing out this episode here, Rich. It's getting to be scraping the bottom of the barrel. Do you have any idea who you're going to take at this point? I do. I've got them lined up unless somebody – Well, that's good. Liz is got eight seconds. And then Justin. Liz takes Darnell Nurse. I thought about him as well. That's a good pick. He's another underrated defenseman that I feel like people don't talk about enough. Mm-hmm. So now up is Justin, and then I go do my two. Two picks got, in a row. That's a nice feeling to have. If anybody doesn't have a good goaltender, Elvis Merzlikens is still out there. I feel pretty good with my two. I don't, I'm not worried about goaltender anymore. I'm up. Oh, here we go. What's Rich going to do? Uh, I am going to take – where's he at? Let's just go back to this. Justin, Ga- Justin Gambino takes Alexi Lafreniere. I think that's a decent pick. I'm telling you, I, I'm I'm on the Lafreniere. That, Ooh. I still think the Rags Dubois. are good. Rich takes Dubois, Dubois. for Winnipeg. It's just, just a fun name to say. It is a fun name. That's why I like it. Rasmus Darlene. Takes Darlene. All right. Rich, Rich, that might be a steal for you there. Maybe. We'll see. Because his average pick on Yahoo is 81, and you took him at 97. Yep. So, all right, everybody. We appreciate you watching along with all of our draft shenanigans. Shenanigans. Um, yeah, you know, shenanigans, like Farva says in Super Troopers. I watched that movie the other night. That's probably why I said I shenanigans. Seen, I need to watch it. I haven't seen oh, it. Oh, my God. It's so funny. It's um, yeah, that's probably why I used that term. But anyway, that's what this show is. Half the time is just shenanigans. But um, thank you, everybody, for watching live on our YouTube channel. Subscribe below. We appreciate every s- subscriber. And also watching on Twitter, hit the follow button at Catfish Ice. The full episode will be posted later tonight on all podcast platforms. And we've got your interview coming up with Aaron Sims, radio announcer for the Milwaukee Admirals, coming right up. Thanks, everybody. This is episode 147, brought to you by DraftKings and Raycon, which had Rich Howe and Kyle Perkins. The Predators have opened the preseason with two pretty strong performances overall. So we're excited that hockey's back. Have a great week, everybody. Stay safe. We will see you next week for a brand new episode. Have a good one. Bye bye. And welcome back in, everyone. This is episode 147 of Catfish on Ice with your host, Chad Minton, brought to you by DraftKings and also Raycon, promo code THPN for DraftKings and promo code THPN15 for Raycon Raycon wireless earbuds. We have a really, really outstanding guest joining us for episode 147 now. That is Aaron Sims, radio announcer 
for the Milwaukee Admirals. How are you doing this afternoon, Aaron? You are really selling it. Boy, that's that's great. I appreciate that. Uh, it's good to be with you. Uh, <laughs> it's great. I mean, exhibition games going on, and uh, it's yes. it's an exciting time of year, man. I mean, we've got uh, – there's an NHL exhibition game they're going to play in Milwaukee uh, on the weekend. And, yeah, it's – man, we're ready to go. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and um, I can tell you uh, there's a lot of reasons to be super excited about the Milwaukee Admirals because of – the Predators prospect pool just keeps getting better and better. It's loaded with so much exciting talent, whether you're talking about goaltender, whether you're talking about defense, offense. But first off, Aaron, wanted to ask you kind of how did you get into covering the Admirals? Like what was your uh, journey to that role? Um, and maybe some of your best memories, some of the be the biggest Preds players that you remember meeting sure. and covering throughout your uh, your path. I've been I've been very lucky. Uh, this is my 18th season here, 18th year, 17th season since the Admirals took uh, two years ago off because of COVID. Uh, so I started in 2005. I got the job in a horrible way. Uh, I was doing play by play for the Badger University of Wisconsin men's hockey team on public television. They used to rebroadcast the games at 10:30 at night. I was doing that for a couple of seasons. I did a year of basketball women's basketball at the university of wisconsin and hosted talk show that's a long long way to get to this point um i knew somebody at a radio station and they called and uh, unfortunately the guy who had been doing this job kyle schultz passed away uh unexpectedly after four games into the 0506 season so they called me to fill in for the weekend and i'm still here so wow uh, i hate how i got my job but i'm thrilled mm -hmm. that i got it and i'm uh and uh, so it, it's a sad story to start, but it's it's been yeah. uh, you know it, it's been it's been great um, since since then. And obviously, uh, we think about Kyle a lot. Uh, but anyway, um, when I got here, man, that first year, rookies were Pecorine, Shea Weber, wow. um, Kevin Klein was on defense. Uh, they had uh, up front. You had I mean Darren Hadar is an AHL Hall of Famer. But Rich Peverly had just signed with the team that year uh, after mm -hmm. I joined. Um, Scotty Upshaw and Jordan Tutu were here. Uh, Sheldon Brookbank the following year was the Eddie Shore winner in the American League for the best defenseman. Um, so I've had serious, this is not a, a lie, uh, pretty much anybody of consequence with the Nashville Predators since 2005, I know them. Uh, really cool. I've, I've been really lucky we've had yeah we've had some great guys great players uh come through and um yeah it's been uh, it's been a blast to see these guys you know i mean you i i think a lot about guys like nick spalling i think a lot about guys like ryan ellis roman yossi mm -hmm. uh it's it's really been it's really been cool to be here and the perspective from your angle watching players like roman yossi now and like, for instance, what Yossi did as as a defenseman, putting up nearly 100 points, truly yeah. historical stuff. And you can go back and have memories of covering him when he was just a prospect is just got to be a really cool way to look at it from your angle. I, re I remember Marty Jelena was uh, the director of player development, and it was a new position at the time. And Marty had played with Roman in Sweden as, as Marty's career was winding down. And we were in Abbotsford, British Columbia. And Roman was injured to start the season. And I was talking with Martin Jelena about, uh, about him. And Marty says, 
you have no idea how good this guy is. Like he should not mm. have been a second round pick. Like he, he was like, he, this guy is so special and so talented and all of this stuff. And we hadn't seen him, right. He was injured. Mm. Um, and then we see as the season wears on and then obviously what he's done ever since with the Norris and what he did last year. And uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool to get ground floor on these guys who have gone on to be very, not only special players, but for the most part, special humans too. Yeah, for sure. All right. We're being joined by Aaron Sims, radio announcer for the Milwaukee Admirals. Let's talk more about last season. Now, maybe uh, you can recap our listeners on how the Admirals looked last season. Um, was it a, a season that, that where they performed up to expectations? Is there room for growth? Uh, kind of recap what the Admirals did last season. Some of all of what you said, uh, it started off slowly. Uh, again, the Admirals took the 2021 year off because of COVID. Uh, so the start of the 21-22 season, it, it got a, a little slow because the culture wasn't really identified and the players were still kind of feeling each other out and all of that. But right around Christmas time, it started to take off. And uh, it, it really, really turned into a special season. I mean, players like Cody Glass, uh, Connor Ingram, Devin, Devin Cooley had to step up in goal and, and was remarkable. Um, you know, a, a lot, Mark Del Geizo, Mark Del Geizo pro, for probably the first 60 games was the best defenseman in, in Milwaukee. I, yeah. it was just, it, there were so many guys that, that stepped up and, and did some good things. Cole Schneider is on an AHL deal obviously, but he, he's the captain. He had a career year last year. He's, he scored 30 goals. Um, you know, Igor Afanasiev had his moments. Um, mm -hmm. you know, there, there were, there were a lot of guys who did, and, uh, it was, it was really neat to see how it progressed, what it turned into. And for the first time since 2011, the team won a playoff series and mm -hmm. they beat a really, really good Manitoba Moose team. Um, and it's not like the team has teams have been bad over the years. I mean, they've won a couple of division championships over the years, but just couldn't get out of the playoffs. And uh, the, and the, the, the COVID, playoffs. unfortunately yeah. that the COVID shortened season, they were the top team in the league. If I remember correctly, yeah. weren't they in yeah. the standings? Yeah. 40, at least? 41, 41, 14 and eight. Yeah. So who knows, uh, who knows what they would have accomplished that year. Um, if yeah. the season had, you know, completed. Yeah. and that, that year and that year, you look at the roster on that team, um, those guys all played integral roles in Nashville last year. I mean, yep. the first the first one that comes to mind is Tanner Janot, mm -hmm. but Ellie Tolvanen, and I mean, it's it, Alex Carrier. Um, mm -hmm. There were a lot of guys who were here that, you know, when when Nashville got banged up, and yeah, and and then Brad Richardson got hurt, so now you couldn't put Brad Richardson in. You know, it yeah. seems like they tried to stall it as much as they could by signing those guys, the Cousins and the Richardsons, and and trying to back it up all the Benning and Borvietsky and, and, and some of them, obviously they're, they're great players. Don't get me wrong, but they tried to hold off the young players as long as they could. And finally they just ran out of room. They, they and had to was, start signing guys because everybody got hurt. And now here's Tanner Janot. And Oh, by the way, Tanner Janot can play this game a little bit. Tanner Janot's yeah. got a motor that doesn't stop, you know? So, yeah. So yeah, it's, it, it was really that 20, 1920 season was really special. Um, and then, it started to kind of feel that way toward the end of last year, but they ran into the juggernaut that was the Chicago Wolves. And, oh, yeah. uh, you know, Chicago lost one game in regulation in the playoffs last year, and that was to Milwaukee in the second round. So, I mean, that 
That team's were, loaded. That team's got so many team. good prospects. Yeah, yep. fantastic team, Carolina's team. Yeah. Well, I can tell you, I can tell you, Aaron, that up talking about that 2019-20 season and beyond. Preds fans down here were clamoring, unleash the youth. Like we want to see these younger players. We right. we don't want to keep re-signing um, veterans who might be a little past their peak. No offense to those players, because like you said, they're great players in their own right. But the fans were wanting to see the younger players. They were wanting to see some call-ups out of Milwaukee. They were seeing yeah. Milwaukee do so many special things. Um, but I guess that's going to take that. I get, I get that. And I'm sorry to interrupt, but I get that. I totally get that. And I get frustrated too for so many of these guys. Like, why aren't you giving this guy a chance? This guy just mm-hmm. needs a chance. You know, and and in the old days, they would have gotten two shifts in a game and that would have been it. Right. Yeah. So, like, just give these guys a chance. But um, I, I go back. This is one of the great quotes of all time. Ron Hextall said it. Nobody's gotten worse playing in the American Hockey League. It's not like play, it's not like players over ripen. So, that they were able to get a little bit more uh, and Tanner Janot was, was able to flex his muscle and show how dominant he was with the Chicago Wolves in 2021 for the handful of games. He was yeah. Tanner Janot was by far the best player in the American hockey league. I don't, I don't that year. I don't think it's close with all due respect wow. to some of these other players. Yeah. He he's the full, he was the full package. Um, so it, it got him to it, finally, he smacked him in the mouth and said, I'm going to play. <laughs> you know, you have no choice. I, you have to put me in the lineup, and he's been good ever since. I, I apologize for interrupting, but no, I you're fine. No, you're good. I love that. It's just great stuff there, especially the Tanner Janot stuff, because he kind of burst onto the scene out of nowhere. He wasn't like one of those prospects that people were talking about for two or three years on the Nashville level and thinking we got to get this guy in, kind of like right. what we're thinking about with like Igor Afanasia, for instance, where we've just been waiting, been waiting for him. Tanner yeah. Janot kind of burst onto the scene out of nowhere, and now he's just such a key part of the Preds team now. All right, let's you can't talk. can't life without them, yeah. No, I can't. No, I really can't. All right, so now let's get into more uh, the future in this current season, what we're going into. Um, this is going to be really enlightening for me, your perspective on this. What what, what do you see from this uh, team coming up next season? Or maybe some newcomers we haven't heard of that are going to play big roles on this 22-23 Admirals team. Maybe some players that you're expecting to be uh, – a leadership role, heavy leadership role this year. And, and then, of course, we've got Iroslav Askarov, which is probably the headliner. I'm sure Admirals fans cannot wait to see Iroslav Askarov, um, widely regarded the top goalie prospect in the in the world. So kind of run run through what you're expecting from this current team. Let's start there because it's, it's very interesting. I think we all thought that Connor Ingram had the backup job in Nashville locked up. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm waiting to see if there's going to be a move there. Uh, Kevin Lonkinen is a guy who has played some good minutes with a very bad team uh, in Chicago. So to sign him, I got to imagine he's going to be the backup. It's going to be mm-hmm. real interesting to see how all of this shakes out because, uh, Dev, like we mentioned, like I mentioned about Tanner Janot punching somebody in the nose and saying, "Pay attention to me." Devin Cooley did that in the playoffs last year for Milwaukee. So now you're talking about a situation where in Milwaukee you're probably in a in a spot where it's Ingram. Yaroslav and Devin Cooley, and uh, and and let's not forget forget about Tomas Vomatska, who's exactly. going to be in there too. And and you know, the the Predators and Admirals do not have a full blown ECHL affiliate this year, so it's going to be interesting to see where Vomatska gets some time, uh, and yeah. hopefully he finds a spot uh, to get some time. And and if Ingram stays and and with us Askarov, um, 
does Devin Cooley find some time somewhere? I don't know how you find time for all the – like it's a great problem to have, to have an yeah. overabundance yes. Yes. of such quality goaltenders. I thought Tomas Vomachka played really well in the showcase, uh, yeah. the prospect showcase. Uh, he made some really good saves. Every time I do get to see Vomachka, he, he impresses me. Um, Devin Cooley has been – rising up the prospect pool for a while now. And, and as you said, really proved himself in the playoffs last year. We know all about Connor Ingram and then you've got a scar off. So it's like, yeah, you got to think it, it's really strange to see how they're going to get everyone playing time. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, part of me is like, okay, there's gotta be a move. And then part of me is like, boy, last year, the Carolina hurricanes were at their seventh string goaltender uh, when they signed Jack LaFontaine out of Minnesota to come play, you know, and now he's not even in the organization. So um, it's, it, it's interesting. And, and it, David Poyle makes enough money. He can make that decision, uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and figure it out. But, uh, obviously the goaltending is, is where everybody is going to be looking, but I I'm particularly curious about, um, well, many things. Um, one is Igor Afanasyev going to be the guy that, uh, go back to 2011, uh, Nick Spalling, played uh, several games at the end of the 10-11 season with Nashville. And he started 2011-12 in Milwaukee, and we were all shocked. We're like, Spalling, he, Spalling wasn't great at any at any one thing. He was really, really good at everything. And he was as smart as anybody on the ice. Nick Sp- and, and, and worked as hard as anybody on the ice. Nobody outworked him. And we thought, there's no way. That Nick Spalling is going to be here. Well, he came to Milwaukee. So I'm watching him in practice and everything he did had a purpose. Like he wasn't just, when he was skating around during drills, he wasn't just shooting the puck in the goalie's left pad. He was scoring uh, no matter what. Uh, if he was in the corner working on a drill, he was taking that puck. And 95% of the time he took that puck in that drill. Played four games. We never saw him again. Nashville had to sort out some money issues or some roster, whatever it was. Nashville had to sort it out. They figured it out. Igor's kind of that guy for me this year. From what I'm hearing, uh, and and I, uh, everything I hear is secondhand. I got to trust somebody down in Nashville. But everything I'm hearing with Igor Afanasyev is that he's been he's been really good. He was mm-hmm. brilliant in the rookie stuff. Um, so I'm curious to see. He had the great camp. Was it last year? Right, that he was yeah. one of the last cuts, if not the last cut, mm-hmm. at, the, at the outset of camp. So that's where I'm wondering there, like, okay, does he come down five, six games, maybe the first month, and then we don't see him again? That's very I, I possible. Wanna see, I, I want to see the consistency from him night in and night out. Last, I mean, it's a big jump, man. And he only played it a is. handful of games. Yes, he was a pro in Russia, but he only played a handful of games. Now he's got his second full year in North America coming up this coming season. Um and in where what kind of a jump is that going to be? That's would, the difficult jump. Rookie yeah. to first year, rookie to first year. Okay, you're you're getting your feet wet. Nobody's really expecting you to light the world on fire. Okay, especially if you're not Connor McDavid or Austin Matthews, whatever. But that first year to second year, man, you better be ready because now you yeah. know what to expect. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? And so Igor Afanasyev is a guy that I look to there. These off-season signings that Nashville made um, surprised me a little bit because last year we had so many guys at the end of the year in Milwaukee, Evangelista, Willsby, uh, Condalik, all these guys, and I'm, missing, I'm, I'm going over so many because uh, Parson and 
um, because there were so many here. I didn't think that Nashville would sign very much uh, depth for the, for this organization, for, for the Admirals. Uh, yeah. But then Mark Jankowski's there. Kiefer Sherwood's there. Jordan Gross is there. Kevin Gravel, Roland McEwen. So now there's a great base of veterans that will be in Milwaukee, we think. I mean, Jankowski's, from what I understand, is having a good uh, camp. Uh, Kiefer Sherwood was phenomenal last year in Colorado in the American League. Jordan Gross was the Eddie Shore winner, is the best defenseman. So these guys can play. Um, but now you're going to have Jordan Gross paired up with Adam Willsby in Milwaukee, perhaps. So now Will Willsby's got a solid guy and Willsby is such a beautiful skater. And he only played a couple of good things. I've heard a lot of good things, but man, was he impressive when he was out there. The the situation wasn't too big for him. Um, Luke Prokop. I haven't seen him play, Uh, but he, he, you know, he's penciled in right now as he's going to play back to Afanasiev. Let's talk Mark Delgaizo. I mentioned him before. I I really think last year for the first 75, 80% of the season, he was the best defenseman in Milwaukee. Um, now can he do that 100% of the season? And will he be a guy who, when they need, when they have a need, they'll call him up. I can uh, see that. I could definitely he, see that. He's, he's an impressive player, a real impressive player. Um, don't let his size fool you. Don't let stats fool you. The guy, the kid can play. He's got, he's got some nasty in him. Um, he's a lot of fun to watch. So those guys, I, I'm really excited. Is Tommy Novak going to be in Milwaukee? That was the player uh, I was about. That was the player I was going to ask you about because um, I, I'm I'm really I would love to see Novak start the start the year on the Preds lineup. He yeah. played very he played very well in 20 plus games on the NHL level uh, last year, and then I think he had to hit the COVID protocol list, and he just never made it back to the Preds lineup. But I think he's more than capable, and I'm sure you've seen plenty of him covering the Admirals to know what type of player he is. I love the two-way game of Tommy Novak. Um, and I just think he, – I think he's got a really high ceiling, and I think he'd be a great fourth-line player for the Predators this year. I think I think Tommy Novak in Milwaukee is one of the five or six smartest players I've seen in the, on this roster in my 18 years. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, he, he thinks the game. He sees the game so beautifully – he can slow it down. Uh, he's he's like he's like a a, beaut- a wonderful point guard, a, a John Stockton type. Like especially mm-hmm. on a power play, the guy can make things happen. Um, so yeah, I I'm curious. Like like Tommy Novak doesn't he doesn't have the afterburners like some of these guys. You know, they, they pick a guy who can skate faster than anybody. That's that Tommy Novak's not that guy, but he's going to never get you in trouble. Um, you mentioned ceiling. His floor is is a lot higher than a lot of other people, I think, because of his head, because of his brain, the way he thinks the game. Um, I'll be curious to see. Another guy that I'm really curious about is Cole Smith, because uh, Cole Smith had a brilliant year, brilliant year here last season, signed his restricted deal to go back. Um, I'm going to be curious to see if anybody picks him up, if, if he gets clear waivers, if anybody picks him up, because they're too... He's a big body. Uh, that guy can fly. And and he put in 20 last year here in the American. I mean, he he can be a special player, too. Um, I don't know that he's as tough as Tanner Janot, but he he can do some things out there. And uh, Interesting. you mentioned the, the depth in this organization. They have found some guys not only through the draft, but but free agent wise and, and Smith being one of them. 
Um, and then the other guy that I'm curious about, and I think Predators fans are too, is Evangelista. That's what, it, yeah, that, that's the you perfect know, player to end, the, 50, end it right here. Is talk about him. 50 goals in the Ontario Hockey League last year. But let's remember, he's a 20 year old playing against a lot of 17 year olds. Okay. Exactly, yeah. Two years ago, he was in Chicago. He played 14 games for the Wolves on when Milwaukee and the and Chicago were combined because of the, the COVID situation. Um, had four assists in 14 games and probably shouldn't have been on the ice, but it's it's just how the season was. It was a younger yeah. league. That wasn't true. That wasn't the true American Hockey League uh, that year. Um, but he goes back and, and what he does is he has this brilliant season in the Ontario Hockey League. He played for coaches who know exactly what it takes to be in the National Hockey League when he was in the uh, when he was in the OHL. I mean, they they know what they're doing in London. Um, so now he, here he comes back, and what's he going to do? We've had a lot of guys over the years that we thought were going to do something that that didn't. They were given the leash to begin with, and then it just kind of petered That's out, awesome. and, and nothing happened. So can he? I got to imagine that. I mean. Listen, Carl Taylor doesn't have to do exactly what Nashville wants him to do with the lineup card every night. Okay, Carl, it's Carl's job job to win games. He has to put players in the best position to succeed. And if if Afanasiev is better than Evangelista on the power play, for example, then Igor is going to play the power play. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. just how it is. That being said, I would think at the beginning of the year, as we're feeling things out, Luke is going to be given an opportunity to play some of those minutes. And what are you going to do with them? And, and, that, and that's a lot of pressure there. And I'm sure you can expand on this a little bit if you'd like, but um, it's a really difficult transition, right, from the OHL to the AHL. Like, Very much de- so. de- Defensively, it's a lot harder for an offensive player yeah. because you're go- the AHL is just a much better defensive league than some of these other leagues like the OHL, correct? Yeah, and, and it's 100%. And it's nothing to do with, with the, the quality of play or anything like that. It, it has – well, it, I should take that back – it has everything to do with the quality of play because it's the pyramid, right? The NHL is the top of the pyramid. The American hockey league is below that. And below that is everything else. And you're just getting better players. You're playing better against better goaltenders. You're playing against, um, you're going to get some veterans, better, better organization. And you're playing against guys who are 30 years old. NHL veterans who are good in their own right. Exactly. Or guys who are NHL guys who might be on the way down or whatever the case might be. Um, this league does not get, because it's a minor league, but this league does not get the credit that it's due for be, for how good it is. Uh, 90, 90% of the American, of the NHL, 90% of those players played in this league on their way up. So this is a stepping stone. And to, to steal David Poyle's, the road to Nashville goes through Milwaukee. I mean, mm-hmm. you see the roster for the most part, that has been true. Um, so Evangelista is one I'm watching. When he came in last year, he came in for the playoffs. Um, nice kid. He did the work. Uh, he seemed to fit in well. He seemed to understand what was going on. I'm anxious to see him actually get a chance now, but I have not seen him play a game. Um, and then Yusuf Parsonen, he's going to be up there too. Like he's just a, a nasty Finn. He's the stereotypical uh, Finnish player. He's got yep. he's got some to watch grit in him. And uh, so I, I know I'm going long and I apologize. No, you're fine. We love this. Uh, yeah, but, we're, this but he's, awesome a, he's another guy too. I'm so anxious to see last year. We didn't know what we were going to have down the middle this year. I think Milwaukee can feel uh, comfortable Nashville as well. 
that there are a lot of centers in this organization. Last year, Tommy Novak, uh, Cody Glass, and um, and Rem Pitlick, they weren't here to start the season uh, in the in the first, in game two, game three, game four. Uh, we thought we'd have all of them, uh, mm-hmm. or at least two of them, and we didn't have any of them. Now there's a, a good group of centers. Um, Parson was brilliant last year in the playoffs for Milwaukee. Uh, and, and so, yeah, there's, there's a lot of reasons. Yeah. We be, discovered a lot of them here. Yeah. There's a lot I mean, of reasons to be excited about what they've built and, and we're not, you know, we're still not going to see Zachary LaRue here yet because he's not eligible to play in the American hockey league. I mean, there are a lot of guys who, um, who people, we are further just down excited about to, yeah. to see, uh, but, but we're not going to see them in Milwaukee yet, but we are yeah. going to start seeing the class of 20, the class of exactly. 19. And uh, and there's a Spencer Stasny is another one. I mean, there's there, the, we we could talk all day here. And Did, I, uh, I hope I hope everyone listening right now had a pen and they were writing all these names <laughs> down because we just covered a bunch. And this is why everyone is so excited. Yeah, not just in Nashville, but even if you read some of these prospect rankings, some of these uh, scouts who do um, scout all these organizations, these pipelines, they're starting to take notice of the Predators farm system as well it's really really exciting and this is why we wanted someone awesome like aaron sims on today with us because we just got a good wealth of knowledge and so many prospects we just covered um aaron this was a lot of fun we would love to have you on again in the future maybe midway through the season um one of our one of our favorite listeners i gotta throw him a shout out a friend of the show cj wodashek lives up in that area is a yeah. huge diehard Admirals fan, big fan of yours. So I know he's going to definitely listen to the episode. So, uh, Aaron, I can't thank you enough for joining us today for episode I, 147. Thank you, Chad. Thank you, Chad. It was my pleasure at any time. All right, everybody, this has been episode 146 of Catfish on Ice. We will be back later this week to talk more about the Preds preseason. Take, take care, everybody. Stripe.